You're listening to On The Go Voice Podcast, the best generational podcast you'll ever tune into. Listen to the voices of this generation where we seek to identify values, stimulate discussions, and vocalize the community. Hey, what's up, Bobby? Hi. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good, good. Uh, I'm glad to see you, man. It's been a long time. and It's been a minute. <laughs> a little set up, but uh, either way, we're making it real cool. How's your day going? <laughs> oh, uh, well, I just rolled out of bed, so I'm just getting it started. So, so far, so good. I like that little background that you have there. <laughs> so, that's for Oh, just that little thing. Oh, that's, I'm taking that down tomorrow. Well, that's awesome. You know, so just a little introduction. This is my co-host, Evelyn. She's helping us. Hi. Bonus. How are you? I'm great. Uh, yeah, so she's going to be kind of a, helping out with some of the questions as well. She's learning along the way as well. And uh, other than that, um, you know, we're excited to have you here, especially you learning a little about you. Uh, Bobby and I we used to go to high school in Channel Islands. He was a cheerleader. I was a little cholo wannabe at the time. And <laughs> we all go through our phases. It's okay. But 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 you've been doing it since like high school and then it's turned into something more passion, you know? Yeah, yeah, it really has. I'm like lucky that I'm able to still do that. Mm-hmm, exactly. So with that being said, uh, I'm going to have Evelyn just kind of get to know a little about you when it comes down to it so the audience can get to know about you and then I'll, okay. she'll transfer it over to me. All right. Okay. All right, so for all the viewers who are watching and stuff, um, so can you just tell us a little bit about you and like what you do and stuff? Um, just kind of give us the gist of, you know, what it's like being you. Yeah, um, well, I'm Bobby. Um, I am a competitive cheerleader. I coach cheer. Um, cheerleading is my life. And I know that sounds so dramatic, but it is something that I'm very passionate about. It's something that I've been doing for a while. And it's something that I love because I've always been taught, you know, when you really, really love something, you stick to it and make it your thing. And that's what I've done these past couple of years since I've graduated high school. And um, it's just like been such a blessing in my life. I've, you know, had so many opportunities to travel the country, um, meet so many amazing people, um, win national and world titles. Like it's just been such a blessing in my life and I'm so thankful for it. And I love I love just being able to give back. Now that I'm a coach, I love just teaching, you know, the younger generation that at my high school, like, it's not all about, you know, like, when I coach cheer, it's more than just about cheerleading. Like, I'm, like, trying to teach these kids, listen, I'm hard on you because I care about you, and this is is stuff you're going to need to learn when, you know, you graduate high school. Like, you're going to need to learn how to work with people with different personalities, how to, you know, respect authority to a certain extent and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm just, I'm just a cheerleader. <laughs> so how did you like initially get into it? You know, how long have you been doing this? How did, you know, what made you push forward into being a cheerleader? Well, as cliche as it sounds, um, my sisters used to do cheerleading when they were way younger. And I used to love watching like all of the bring it on movies, like, Every single movie that had to do anything with like dance, cheerleading, I was like all for it. And so when I got to high school, I was like, why not? Like, this is my perfect opportunity. Like, let's just go for it. Like, might as well. And I've, I've just always loved like 
like performing and being in front of people and dancing and just being, you know, large and, you know, loud and all this. So I just saw this as the perfect opportunity. Love it. Were you ever like nervous when starting? Like, you know, or would you, were you kind of like a natural once you got into it? Um, I, when the idea, when I first went to high school, obviously like you're a little freshman going into high school. So everything's big, bad and scary. So the idea of cheerleading at first, I was like, I don't know, like, I don't know if I should do this, but all of my friends were like, girl, do it. And so I was like, yeah, you're right. And then I just, you know, left it at the door and I did it and I never looked back. Wow. Yeah. I tried, uh, I tried out maybe my freshman year really? and yeah, and I made it, but I was kind of just nervous cause I've always played soccer all my life. Um, and I just wanted to try something. Oh. So I tried out and I made what? it and I was just like, I don't know, like I had to do this little dance routine and you know, props to you. Cause uh-huh. you were just this <laughs> like, it was just like the hardest shit ever mm-hmm. to remember the <laughs> up and down and split and yeah. kick and jump. Yes, girl. <laughs> You know, everything just was stretching, you know, point your toes, just all this little small. Oh, yeah. Focus on mm-hmm. pops to you. Um, what high school did you try out for? Finding me high school. Oh. Oh, well, you you know what? No Chino shade, but you dodged a bullet there, sis. <laughs> why? Why do you say that? I only say that because there are rivals. Channel Islands and Winnie have always had a rival. That's why. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> and then I tried again my junior year, and I made it again, but I was just like, this shit's like hard you know yeah honestly that was kind of expensive at least for for me I think oh it's, yeah it's expensive right yeah it is uniforms because it's like so much more than like the uniform the shoes the pom-poms do you want the warm-ups do you want the extra stuff the bows that this and that it's so much more that goes into it and yeah it's so expensive so you being like uh so how did like what, what kind of things did you do while you were in the team so what kind of uh part did you take into it well, I was a base. I'm the person that lifted people up, make sure no one dies. Um, I'm always catching people. Um, yeah, and so that was my role on the team. Um, I'd like to say that I was a great dancer in high school, but if you go back and look at the videos, I wasn't that great. But, you know, uh, so I was, um, I, I like to think that I was a good all-around cheerleader. Um, in a sport like cheerleading, it's very good to be an all-around cheerleader. Um, if you can only do one thing, then that's good because that's your contribution to the team. But if you can do, you can jump, dance, tumble, flip your body, and end base, then, you know, you are, you're the team. So, but yeah, I was a base and yeah, my job was to not let anyone hit the floor. Curious because I know there's a lot of talk about people saying, you know, like sports, not a cheer. I mean, no, cheer is not a sport. Sorry. <laughs> That cheer is not a sport. What, what's your take on that? Has anybody ever? I, I think that comment now, like when I was in high school, I used to be like super defensive and I'd be like, how dare you? And you're stupid. And blah, blah, blah. Now I'm just like, girl, that comment is so ignorant and so below me. Like, you don't even know. Like if you were to come to one of my practices at Channel Islands or California All-Stars, you would not make it like 10 minutes within the practice. Okay. We train just as hard as any sport. We have so much more that we have to train for not discrediting any other sports but there's so much more that goes into cheer like we have to train our stamina we have to train our arm and leg strength we have to train you know just our bodies getting used to flipping over and jumping and doing all this and all that so there's more technique and training that goes into it that a lot of people don't really see so that's why I'm just like okay to you it might not look like a sport but 
Bro, I know what we're doing Monday through Thursday, okay, before you see us at Friday night's game, so. Wow, okay, yeah, no, for sure. It's definitely a lot of work, even just the little things that I had to do. And yeah. Like, you still have to, like, do, like, regular workouts, you know, like, that shit's hard, like, so. Cops, you know, <laughs> yeah. Taking it to the next level. Um, and I know you said you have two world championships, right? I do, uh, two-time world champion, yes. Um took me a while but I got there I've been cheering I've been doing all-star cheer since my junior year of high school and I like fell in love with it like it's so addicting like you start one year and it's so hard to quit the next like you just want to keep going and you want to keep like bettering yourself and I kept going and I kept going and in 2014 I went to my first world championship and I got um, second place and then I kind of took a break 2015 and then 2016 I jumped back into it and then I got second place again 2017 I cheered again and I got second place again and then 2018 rolled around and my team like we finally did it like we snatched the gold and then 2019 we came back and did it again so it took years of like perseverance motivation dedication but once I got that first world title it's like all the hard work all the nights I wanted to quit all like everything that goes into it I cleared my brain and I was like wow like I finally did it like it's so like indescribable just like winning worlds like training you know five to seven years for this one world title and it was like so worth it it's it's like beyond words and then the second one it was even better that was just a cherry on top so but yeah it's it was fun. I just want to dive in jump into it Bobby real quick I know Evelyn still has a, a couple of questions <laughs> for you but uh, I'm just curious, not only did you hit world champion the first time, but you also managed to hit it the second time. What was your secret that allowed you to, you know, go after that type of success? Well, just training consistently, always getting in the cheer gym and making sure my skills as an individual were consistent so that my team trusts me. Because if there, there could be 24 people on the floor on your team, right? And if there's one person that's um, iffy about a skill, um, then that creates, um, you know, the team not having trust. So it's just really getting in and motivating yourself and getting in the gym and being consistent with your skills so that all your teammates trust each other. Once all your teammates trust each other, then you can go into a routine fully confident saying, oh, the girl next to me, I know she's going to land her skills or the that guy over there, I know he's going to keep her up in the air. So it's really about um, trust and just being consistent by your skills. That's, that's, that's good to hear. It seems like it's a very related when it comes down to sports as well, because you have to have that trust and accountability for your team and faith. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you playing soccer, you understand yeah. how yeah. that as a role. Wow, that's actually something I never even thought about. I thought it was just like, oh, it's like all aesthetic and, you know, creativity, but not just mm -hmm. energy, but also teamwork and having faith. That's awesome. And with that being said, I know you mentioned um, one more question. Sorry. Um, when it comes down to, you know, being a world champion, like what, like what, what, what does that classify as, as in, as in what are you guys competing as that, and how are you guys are rated? You know what I'm saying? Right. So like the score sheet, like, oh, uh, it is like, oh my God, sometimes I swear it's politics. Cheers. Like such a mess sometimes, but so there's a little paper called the score sheet. We have like five to 15 judges, sometimes 20 judges. And there's certain sections in the routine that one or two judge will judge. 
and they'll write on their paper, say it's um, the stunting section. And, um, you know, is the stunt difficulty up to par with other teams? Is the stunt creative? How many um, body positions, you know, like when they lift their legs and all that, how many of those did they do? Um, is it level appropriate? Is it like, are they maxing out on the numbers? So like what they do is they take everything into factor and they say, okay, well, the most they can score in their stunt section is 10 points. Now they divide it up and they say, okay, well, they have the difficulty in that stunt, cool, five points. They have the creativity, okay, cool, that's another three points. Technique, um, so if you're holding a stunt up in the air, but you're like wobbly and all that, your technique score is gonna go down because uh -huh. uh, judges don't like to see you know, the bases dancing under the stunt. Um, so like th that goes into like technique, creativity, skill, difficulty, and out of 10, they would like, like nitpick every single thing and um, it's really like a numbers game. Mm. I see. Yeah. That's actually really insightful. Thank you for sharing that. I Wow. Yeah. You perspective. It, yeah, it's so crazy because like you could think like, yes, we're going to a competition this weekend and we're going to win. <laughs> but are you really because like you go up to the other team and say, well, they have four girls doing bat flips and we have one, you know? So it's like a number game. It's a numbers game sometimes. So obviously the team with, more difficulty is going to place higher than the team with, you know, cute little Sally doing a little cartwheel over there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Well, I know Evelyn still has some questions you want to follow. Yeah, I just have one more that I'm curious before, you know, I pass it back to Charles. Um, I'm just curious, like, how different the training is, you know, leading up to, you know, into those world uh, competitions mm -hmm. compared to just, you know, any other normal competition. Like, what's the difference or is there anything different in the trainings leading up to that? Oh yeah. So we start usually a cheer season starts in June and it will end at the end of April. And that's when worlds is worlds is like the last um, event of the season. And so like through the summer, it'll go like conditioning technique work, making sure you have your skills. And then our season will start around from like June to like November. It's all like pure, like, conditioning technique work um skill work all that stuff and then from like december to like march that's when like competition season starts then it's just like uh three practices a week for two and a half maybe three hours a day um you come in you warm up quick you warm up your body sometimes light conditioning you stretch um you warm up each uh, section if you need to you know do your tumbling you'll warm it up if you need to do your stunt a couple times, you'll warm that up. Um, and it's, uh, during the season, it's during the normal season, it's pretty nonchalant. You come in, warm up, um, do like three to four routines. Um, and then if they're good, coaches will say, okay, you know, good job for today. That's it. But Worlds, Worlds is intense. Worlds is like times 10 because when you come in and warm up, they're, when you're warming up, the, your coaches are like nitpicking every single thing. You know, like when we're warming up a stunt, one girl may have her toe pointed and the girl next to her, her toe might be flexed. And the coach will be like, mm -mm -mm, do it again, whole section again. And we're going to do that five more times because it needs to be perfect. We strive a lot of the time cheerleaders strive for perfection during world's month and it makes it really intense. And then we add, you know, another practices. So we're practicing sometimes like four times a week, like three hours a week, uh, I'm sorry, three hours a day. And it just like intensifies because you know, 
that you're training for such a big event so you want everything to be perfect and so you're just like like on like you know nitpicking nitpicking like this needs to be that way that needs to be that way like everything is like times 10. Wow yeah it's a lot for that type of training you know have you ever like felt like okay like shit this is too much like have you ever been discouraged or you know how's the oh yeah yeah definitely for sure there are times where I'm like what am I doing like I've I've already won worlds once like why am I doing this again and it really just goes into like when you get discouraged it really goes into you have to remember well why do I love cheerleading why am I here you know and you remember that and it motivates you and you know, and then it's like, yeah, like, I want to do this. And sometimes when you can't even think, like, if it's too hard, or if you're, like, dying in the middle of practice, you, like, have to, like, kind of not be selfish and think, well, you know what? Lexi over there is pushing herself. And, you know, Kyle over there is busting his ass. So I can't do it for myself right now. So I'm going to do it for my teammates who have put their heart and soul onto the floor. That's awesome. That's awesome. I will. You know, thank you for our, you know, your honest answers and everything. I I loved everything you said. Uh, that's awesome. So, thanks. Charles has yes. a few. Yes, yes, actually, I'm, I'm a ton of questions. Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> yes, bring I, it on. Come on. <laughs> I love the energy, Bobby. By the way, and I know, I'm excited. This is fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I love. Like, I, I actually wish I was feeling your energy right now, right here in front of the table. But you know, yeah. this will do as well with all the COVID and everything. So, yeah, we got to make do. We got to make the best out of every situation. So with that being said, um, I know you mentioned that, you know, obviously with any type of challenges, you got, you're going to have some mental ch- and physical challenges as well, which you kind of just talked about earlier. But you mm-hmm. mentioned there was something that you mentioned that was very important, which was your why, you know. So with yeah. that, I'm actually curious, what's your why that keeps you going through that? You know, you said it yourself. You've already won once or twice the world champ but you still continue going. So what's, what's your motivation? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, there's something different when you get to put on that uniform and you're getting ready for a competition that day and you walk on stage and there's just something different about that energy that I just like cannot seem to let go yet Mm -hmm. of yet. Um, and it's so different when you're on stage and you're performing in front of people and just everyone's living for you and you're, you know, killing your routine. And it's just that energy that I, you know, remind myself of. It's just like, you love this. You know, I love that. Like I love being a part of a team. I love um, the travel aspect. I love meeting so many different people throughout the sport, so many like diverse people. And I just love you know, everything that goes into it, just like the training, you know, it keeps me busy. It, it, you know, keeps me in a, you know, good physical shape, you know, circle is a shape. So, you know, um, and I just, I just love it. Like the overall energy of cheerleading itself is just so great. Like it's so like uncomparable, like to other sports, like the team aspect, like you're more than just a team. Like you have to fully trust these people. Like your team is literally your family. Like those are, you might not like one girl at the beginning of the year, but by the end of the season, you will be her best friend. You will be calling her every day, figuring out what's going on. How can we fix it? My why is like so much more than, um, you know, just the performing factor. It's more than just going on stage and, you know, people living for me and my team. It's more of, I get to travel and I get to meet new people and I get to create friendships 
that literally last forever. Like two years ago or three years ago now, I was in um, one of my teammates' weddings. I've been to multiple baby showers for some of my teammates. Like, it's really like, it's so much more than just, oh, I'm on a team and I get to do this and I love doing it. It's, it's like, I, I create a family from this and I create friends that I have for so long that I could call up at any time, you know, whenever I need anything. And it's just, um, just like the overall experience in general, it's, it's just something I love and it's just something that I can't picture myself um, not doing anymore. So does, does, does that mean you still plan to continue to uh, go for the titles? And the uh, Well, this year I'm doing something a little bit different. I'm actually moving to Miami, Florida this Friday. Yeah. What's, what, what was the team call again? I'm, I'm so sorry. The, it's okay. It's the Top Gun All-Stars from Miami, Florida, and they've been around since 1995. And they are such a major and, you know, prestigious gym. And they are like mind-blowing like if you look up any you know top gun routine at worlds it will literally blow your mind like they are so amazing um they've been in like multiple like bring it on movies their coaches are um legendary they've been around for a while as for my coaches at california all-stars but it's it's just that's they're they're really doing it up over there on the east coast so um it's exciting so what tell us about that process what how did you get it in there and what does it take to actually be a part of that well, I I just sent in a tryout video of me um, stunting, and I was just like, well, I mean, there's, you know, might as well just try it. Like, the worst that can happen is I, you know, don't make it, and then I get to live at home, whatever, you know. Um, and then I, I literally just put a little video together of me stunting, and um, they liked it, and, you know, they're going to give me the opportunity. And so I, um, I found a really nice um, family, this mom and this daughter that I actually know, this cheerleader, I'm going to be living with them for the season. They're gonna like host me. So it's kind of like a, you know how like in movies they have like foreign exchange students and all that. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like that, uh, but with cheerleaders. Uh, so yeah, so that's kind of, I got, I got really lucky, I guess. Yeah, that's awesome. That's actually, that's really exciting. I'm actually looking forward to seeing how that also becomes a part of your life. And I also just want to talk back, jump back in and you, what you mentioned about your why. It sounds a lot like it, it becomes a part of your, not just your identity, but like your lifestyle. Oh, and yeah. Sure. You know, when we get very into something that we become very passionate about and not only the action of it doesn't just become something that we do. It's also something that becomes a part of us. And it sounds like yeah. that became a part of you. And, oh, yeah. you know, and I'm just very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just astonished by the passion and energy that you radiate just you know speaking about this thing you know and uh so other question i have uh, you mentioned is uh I, I know you also teach here cheer here right in the channel islands i do yes i coach at channel islands high school so, where it all started I that that must be so cool you know to be able to teach the school you grew up from right i i love it so much like looking back like every day i get to go to the school and I think to myself like holy shit like this is where you know I started what I love like this is where it all started so being able to give back to kids now in our community and really help them and it it like means the world to me like I love it so much because everything that I've gotten from cheerleading like the experience the traveling the friendships I like I want to give to them you know like 
um, for the first time ever, three years ago, we took um, Channel Islands cheer. We were the first coaches to ever take our team to um, nationals. Big. Holy yeah. So uh, Channel Islands has never been to the USA nationals. And, you know, we were like, I came in guns blazing. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to, you know, I'm be here. We're going to do this thing. We're going to, we're going to take this team to the next level. And my colleague, Brianna, who coaches with me, she was on board because she started um, coaching a year before me. And we were like, you know what? We're here. Let's do it. Let's take this team to where it's never been before. Mm -hmm. So that was really our goal um, together as coaches. And I, I just love it because I remember one thing that really stood out to me one year was one girl, um, she said, I have never stayed at a hotel. I've never been to Anaheim and I've never been to Disneyland. I've never done anything like this. And I'm just like, wow, like Anaheim, like to us now, we go to Disneyland like every other weekend. Like, you know, that's something so common. But for this kid to be like, wow, like I get to go and do this and have an experience. And just knowing that, you know, cheer gave that to her and cheer allowed her to, you know, get out of her little bubble in Oxnard and go explore it wasn't you know the farthest place it was just anaheim but still you know it's it's honestly such a blessing to give these kids opportunities like that like i i love it like it it's i just love it <laughs> yeah it sounds it sounds a lot like i mean besides the fact that you're giving the the kids that are growing up to experience cheer from a different angle because you who have experienced it but also have competed in such a way where you yeah so much value but you're also allowing to expand their perspectives on what's possible and i think that's like mm -hmm. a part becoming someone who you can mentor because like you know so oftentimes our perspective becomes so limited just because yes environment. but when we see more it's like oh my gosh there's more things out there in the world and i love that yeah. you're able to do that you know so yeah yeah I love oh sorry yeah go ahead. go ahead oh no no i'm sorry I just had a question, you know, I was just, you know, thinking of how you were like the coach and stuff for, um, for Channel Islands. I was just curious mm -hmm. what made you want to dive into that direction. Cause usually when people play sport, you know, they're very passionate about it. They love it, whatever. But once their time comes to an end, it's like, Oh, okay. It's just yeah. what made you want to pursue being a coach and helping like the younger generation and stuff into taking the path that you took. Well, honestly, I've, since I graduated high school, I've always told myself in five years, I want to come back and I want to coach and I want to take the reins. And it like literally happened in five years. Like I really came back and it's always been a goal of mine. And I, Channel Islands has a really um, strong alumni tradition. So for like every homecoming, like every year our school has like a big homecoming um, rally dance game, you know, and our thing is like alumni alumni will always come back and perform with the current teams um like the dance teams the cheer teams like all that so i would come back for homecoming and one year i you know kind of stayed after homecoming and i would come and visit and they were like well like the kids love you you're doing a great job like do you want to stay as a coach and i said yes of course so i i, I guess i kind of got lucky in that sense Okay. Well, I mean, it sounds like it, it, it found your, it found you. <laughs> yeah, no, it really did. Is there any type of like requirements that you need to go through or is like, how is the process? of? Yes. Yes. I am actually CPR tra uh, certified and trained. Um, that's very important. I've had to use that before. So yeah, um, I am, I have to go through a lot of um, like 
tr online training of um, pretty much how to, you know, act appropriate around kids, what to say, what not to say. Um, a lot of like uh, mental um, classes, tests, all that. Um, I had to get like fingerprints taken in and um, approved by the district and all that. But yeah, there is, um, not anyone could just become a coach. Okay, there's stuff that like you, you like have to do, like certain tests you have to pass and all that. Right. So yeah. Wow, that sounds like a lot of hard work. I mean, but, but even so, I mean, I'm sure it's worth it because, you know, it's for yeah. the upcoming generation. And, and so with that being said, I want to just kind of end up my question on this end. You know, you mentioned some of the successes and accomplishments you had and some of the really exciting adventures you've been able to accomplish and as well as the relationship you've been able to build. So out of everything you've mentioned or maybe some things you haven't mentioned yet, what's been the best experience you've had um, just being in the cheer industry? My, the best, it's so hard to narrow it down to one. Mm -hmm. I guess as all like divided into two as an athlete my my most favorite experience is not even winning worlds it's going to a world championship with a team that i love so much and being able to say that wow i really won worlds with my best friends right. is something that i'll cherish forever like the two teams that i won worlds on each of those teams i've had you know special bonds and I wouldn't like take that back for anything. I would, I don't regret anything those two years. And it's really like, wow, like this team, like this team is full of my best friends. So I guess um, that is one of my best experiences winning worlds with my a team full of best friends. Wow. Love it. And then um, as a coach, I guess it would be my best experience. I can't narrow it down to one thing, but my favorite thing about when I coached is, after long, long weeks of training, after teaching these kids what to do, what not to do, making sure that they look presentable in front of a crowd, my favorite thing about coaching is when those kids, you know, run out of the gym, come off stage, and seeing their smiles on their faces and like just seeing them so excited, like seeing them interact with each other, saying, oh my God, like we did it, like we did so good. Like seeing that is just like so indescribable because it's like I'm like like so much has been like put into that. So seeing them so passionate about it, it makes me it makes my heart like so full as a coach. Hmm. I love that, and it sounds it sounds a lot like you your your fulfillment is created through the fulfillment fulfillment of others. And you know, I think yeah. I, I grew up too when we experience that with other people that we teach or mentor we see their successes and it's, it's, it's very invigorating, you know, and you being a charismatic person that just adds on to that, you know? So thank you for sharing that, Bobby. So, yeah, of course. So, uh, with that being said, uh, I'm going to pass it on over to Evelyn to kind of just end it up and, you know, see what were your thought processes after all of this. And, uh, you know, so I'll have her take it over and I'll brought with that. So with all this uh, going on, uh, do you have anything like in mind what the future is looking like? Um, so after this coronavirus, what are you looking to get back into? And just what's the future looking like for you in the next two to five years or even longer? What are your long-term goals with this? Well, after coronavirus, pray to God, like said, like manifesting it now that there is a cure. Once um, coronavirus passes, hopefully and safely, um, 
I'm coming out swinging again. Like I can't wait to take on this season. I can't wait to um, be an athlete in a different environment and, you know, finish what I started. And I can't wait for my kids to get started again, because right now what we're doing um, for Channel Islands, we have all our practices on Zoom. So we, we do team workouts together on Zoom. We interact on Zoom. Everything is through Zoom. And it's so great because, you know, we get to still practice and still keep the kids in shape. Um, it sucks, though, because I can't be hands-on. And I can only, like, coach so much through the screen. But um, so I'm excited for my kids to come back because I know they miss each other and I miss them. Um, so I'm just – we're coming out swinging. When corona is gone, like, we're – like we're ready to go. Like we are like, we're ready to go. And then in the next two to five years, I plan and I hope to continue coaching. Like I really do. Like this is something that I really love and I really hope that I can just continue um, to do this and just be passionate about it and just keep um, teaching the younger generation and, you know, helping kids out and just through the sport of cheer. Well, like, are you looking to take your coaching on to, like, the next level by any chance? You know, I know you're doing high school right now, but are you looking to go more into, you know, actual, like, teams that compete elsewhere, mm -hmm. like, worlds and stuff on bigger teams? Is that something? I thought, yeah, I thought about it, coaching all-star competitive cheer, but I, I feel like my heart is, my heart is local. And I feel like in South Oxnard, we don't have um, a good representation of cheer and elite cheer and what the sport can be. So I feel like our community needs this, you know, so I feel like I'll definitely stick with my, you know, Channel Islands High School for as long as I could just to show the community that, yes, we we may live in South Oxford and not everything's perfect, but you know what? I'm going to give these kids everything I can to make sure that they have opportunities in life and make sure that they get amazing experiences. Okay. Is there actually teams right now in here in uh, Oxnard uh, just like competing outside of like the high schools? I know um, there is, but you know, for like the girls, like in high school and stuff, are there? Anything like well, there's the California All-Stars. They're in Camarillo. That's the um, competitive cheer team that I've cheered for for uh, nine years. Um, and that's in Camarillo. And a lot of um, kids that go there are local. So you'll get a lot of cheerleaders in high school. They won't do high school cheer. We'll just do competitive cheer. Or some might do both. Or some might just do one. Or Yeah. So that's the most like local, like elite um, team that I know of. Okay. Do you have, for any like uh, of our viewers or anybody who's a cheerleader um, are looking to take the path that you took, do you have any last words or any message you want to give them, some kind of motivation? Uh, what are your last words to anybody listening? Absolutely. Um, just go for it. And don't care what anyone says. Like, just go for it. Like, you are your own person. Like, love yourself. Be confident. Like, believe in yourself. Like, self-doubt. Mm -mm. that's that's not going to take you anywhere the minute you doubt yourself is the minute that everything comes crashing and burning down believe in yourself even if you're doing it wrong just say girl I was, that's how it was meant to be what are you talking about just be confident you can always fix that later just self-confidence is the way to go just believe in yourself and don't let anyone tear you down because there will be people saying well you know you're too hard on them or you're 
you're not good enough or you're too big to be a cheerleader or blah, blah, blah. And I say, girl, <laughs> my favorite thing is a swimsuit body. Well, anybody is a swimsuit body, period. Okay, so that's that argument. So just believe in yourself and have self-confidence and that'll take you all the way. And, wow. and I, I love the part that you mentioned, Bobby, about like, if you did it wrong, it's okay, you know, because that's ultimately where you got to start, you know, you can't. Exactly. So, yeah, but uh, I know the last uh, question that Evelyn will ask is for anybody who's uh, listening and watching this, uh, where can you be best be found? Well, I'm on Twitter as B Kardashian. Um, um, I think if you search up Bobby Morales, I'll pop up, but my usernames are Twitter B Kardashian and Instagram B Kardashian 14. I had to put the numbers in there to spice it up. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, cool. Well, uh, thanks for joining us. I know we had a little bit of interruption. <laughs> and we oh, it's fine. I had a great time. Thank you for having me today. Oh, oh thank you, Bobby. Uh, it's great to be reconnected with you again after all these years. You know, it's um, yes. what people can do nowadays um, in the upcoming years, you know. But uh, yes. for anybody listening, thanks for tuning in. Evelyn, thanks for co-hosting. And uh, Bobby, thanks for joining us. Uh, happy pride month sign petitions you go yes, guys please. <laughs> please do. awesome guys you heard it loud and clear here at on the go voice i'm your host charles sabiaga and this is my co-host evelyn and uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode bye <laughs>